I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Listening to Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, 3:30 at KSL. Jeff Kaplan here. It's partly cloudy, 39 degrees. KSL's top story. Authorities south of the border say it was a misunderstanding that led to the deaths of two Americans and the kidnapping of two others who are now back in the U.S. ABC's Brian Clark begins team coverage. Authorities in Mexico say after the two Americans were kidnapped on Friday, they were moved from place to place to try to hamper any rescue attempts. It was just after 8 o'clock local time on Tuesday when those two Americans, Eric Williams and Latavia McGee, were found in a wooden house just outside of Matamoros. Williams had a gunshot wound in his leg. The two received medical care in Mexico. The two survivors uh, have since been repatriated back the United States. That State Department spokesman Ned Price, one man who was standing guard at that house, has been arrested. Brian Clark, ABC News. Some angry politicians here are calling for the Biden administration to send the armed forces into Mexico to root out the killers who attacked the four. ABC's Andy Field continues our team coverage from Washington. There's no indication the U.S. will act on political demands to use American armed forces to go after criminal cartels inside Mexico. We are always going to look at every tool that is uh, by law or any other authority uh, available to us. State Department spokesman Ned Price saying the U.S. is working with Mexican police to bring the people who murdered two of those four kidnapped Americans to justice. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. And now an anniversary, nearly 20 years after her safe recovery, Elizabeth Smart says she's now going to focus on helping others have hope with whatever they're going through. Smart says she still gets people coming up to talk to her about her kidnapping 20 years later. I was skiing the other day and... And I had a helmet and goggles on, and and I still was recognized. But when asked what she wants people to remember about her case, she says she wants them to have hope. Hope always exists. Hope to never, never stop searching. Hope that no matter how dark your path may seem, there is still light and goodness in the world. Hope that, you know, you, you can find happiness. You are strong enough. You absolutely can keep going. Amy Kobabe, KSL News Radio. KSL News Time 332. It took months, but charges have been filed against a 22 year old charged with shooting a man in both legs at a party near daybreak. Estrada Seville Davis is facing a long list of charges related to that October party. The shooting victim survived and has recovered from his injuries. The suspect was already on probation on gun charges when he was arrested last month. Congress may soon have the power to ban TikTok. 
Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff, a group of bipartisan senators have announced a new bill that would give the federal government additional power to restrict communications and technology that pose a threat to national security. One of the authors of the Restrict Act, Democrat Mark Warner, says lawmakers are concerned about China's access to information about Americans. With 100 million Americans daily on TikTok on an average of 90 minutes a day, this is, this is an issue. The lawmakers say China could be weaponizing TikTok to spread misinformation or even collect data on its users. In other news we are following this afternoon, the Fed chair's comments about inflation sent financial markets sliding. Jerome Powell was on Capitol Hill talking about the high prices that are affecting virtually everything. My colleagues and I are acutely aware that high inflation is causing significant hardship, and we're strongly committed to returning inflation to our 2% goal. Powell says the latest economic data has come in stronger than expected, which suggests interest rate hikes are likely to be higher than previously expected. Attorney General Merrick Garland has filed a lawsuit to block JetBlue's purchase of Spirit Airlines. We allege that if allowed to proceed, this merger will limit choices and drive up ticket prices for passengers across the country. And winter weather now paralyzing the California Sierras. The mountains have already seen record snowfall. And now Lake Tahoe is getting another three to five feet of snow. Some mountain residents have been trapped in their homes for more than a week. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio. A local social media personality is rallying a convoy of snowplows to help dig out snowbound Californians stuck inside their homes. Dave Sparks, also known as Heavy D, or one half of Discovery Channel's Diesel Brothers, put out a call to his three million social media followers. People are actually dying. You know, roofs are collapsing, gas is leaking, houses are catching on fire. It's a bad situation. Their plan is to caravan from Salt Lake to California. Plows came through and plowed the main roads. That created giant berms to the side streets, like 15-foot snow walls. So the side streets are still completely unplowed and people can't get in and out. Spark says they got the okay from San Bernardino County officials. They are very grateful and very willing to, to work with us and receive our help. He says they plan to be there today and tomorrow. They're even bringing a helicopter. Lindsay Ertz, KSL News Radio. In Weber County, the town of Harrisville will get down to the business of filling sandbags Friday morning. Officials are asking anyone with time to volunteer in Harrisville where they are bracing for a lot of water coming down the mountain when the spring melt begins. KSL News Time 335. First look traffic. Ricky, what is going on? We have delays on I-80 and Parley's Canyon in the lower portion, and it's due to work taking place at the quarry, which could endanger traffic if they don't keep them back. And that's what's happening with these delays. Either direction, it's possible to see slowdowns as you're approaching and passing the quarry, but they will stop traffic and then let you go through, so just be prepared for that. Uh, scanners calling out a crash at 4500 South near 2300 East, but the good news News, Jeff, I-15 traffic looks great, rolling along in both directions with no problems between Ogden and Provo. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor... We'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.